0: Hello, my name is Diana Dirkby, and I live with paranoid schizophrenia. You are listening to my podcast, Schizophrenia As I Live It. Today I wanted to talk about uh, the topic, when stress finds you. So stress is a real enemy of good mental health I think for everybody. But if you live with uh, paranoid schizophrenia, as I do, you are in danger of that stress triggering the symptoms of schizophrenia. In other words, threatening you with a possible relapse. It's very important, therefore, if you live with schizophrenia, to do everything you can to avoid stress. The problem that can arise, and this happened to me recently, is that stress can find you. You can't necessarily dictate everything that happens in your life and no matter how careful you are uh, to live in a healthy way and a relaxed way, sometimes stuff just happens uh, that interferes with that plan. So over the last month or so, I um, was in the unfortunate position of undergoing a series of stressful events, which I did not cause. There was really nobody to blame, but uh, if there had been, that wouldn't have helped. Uh, It was just a bunch of things that happened and every day i woke up uh i felt there was a fresh thing for me to worry about because uh of what happened during that day uh it just added one more thing so i was faced with the situation where this, my stress level was above what i consider safe you know i feel this Quite physically, uh, when I'm overstressed, um, my mouth and tongue freeze and go very numb. Uh, I find it hard to sit still. And looking for answers as to why so much stress is coming my way can lead me to have thoughts of persecution. Now, fortunately, this last time, uh, this last month or so uh, that uh, a series of stressful events occurred in my life, I did manage to stay healthy on the level of, of uh, my mental illness. So what did I do? Well, the worst event happened at the beginning of this period, and I'm not going to describe it in detail because uh, there's Confidentiality uh, problems surrounding it, uh, and I'm not at liberty to give details. But it was a shock uh, to me and uh, a shock that I hadn't expected. And it immediately put me into a high stress mode. So, I had to do a number of things uh, to cope with the stressful situation, things I could not get out of. And how I managed was I prioritized. So, I, I made a hierarchy of things I had to do, starting with the most important and urgent, going down to things that can wait a week or two. And I attacked that hierarchy day by day, gradually working through the top priorities and then getting down to the bottom ones. Now, what was absolutely essential in this process was that on any given day, when I felt in danger of letting my stress level get so high that my tongue was numb and my uh, mouth was numb i simply stopped i asked myself you know can this wait until tomorrow do i really need to do anything else today but relax and most of the time that answer was no it was important to get the thing that done in a timely fashion but i didn't actually have to do it that day so i just stopped i put my uh, feet up uh, On the bed, and I watched some movies, talked to my spouse, went out for a drive, just anything to distract me and relax me, and uh, tried to forget for that one day uh, about what I had to do the day after. So this method worked quite well in the beginning. The problem was that A series of other things happened so that (laughs) I would wake up ready to take on the day with what had already happened to me, only to find that that day brought fresh stress, something that couldn't be helped. So again, uh, what I did then was I rewrote my list of priorities, starting with the most important and urgent, going down to the things that could wait. And I didn't hesitate to change that list as a function of this rather volatile situation I was in of stress coming my way, stress finding me, without me asking for it. Uh, I do take, um, as well as my antipsychotic medication and medication that I take for epilepsy, I do take a small dose of what's basically a tranquilizer, and I found that uh, that was very helpful uh, during this period. Now, where am I now? Well, I still have some problems uh, related to the stress, and the story isn't over. The initial story uh, that started the stress is far from over, but I have gotten things to a stage where they are manageable, and I'm living by getting done what I can, what's the most important thing for that day, and then simply stopping when I begin to feel tired. Now, I'm a very early riser. It's not unusual for me to be up by two or three o'clock in the morning. I've always been like that, even as a child. And I'm finding uh, lately that uh, I get a. Sm- much done as I can to address the stressful events to us to address the other things I have to do in my life to do my shopping or whatever it is I have to do and I'm finding by about one or two o'clock that i'm done you know i can't I simply can't do anymore, and I have a very very understanding spouse, and uh he understands that this is how I'm managing my life, and so we spend he also stops what he's doing at about the same time. And we spend time together relaxing. So I'm sharing with someone. uh, He understands that, you know, I just want to have a nice time, want to watch a movie, want to go out for a drive, want to go for a walk, maybe do some mundane thing around the house. And Uh, that I, for example, won't be at my computer or asking him to leave me alone because I've got more work to do. He understands that I'm turning off because I must relax for a good part of the day. I expect this to continue for some months more as I sort through uh, these various things that have happened to me one of them uh i mentioned last time is that i broke my uh, big left toe at the end of december and it's still giving me a lot of pain and we are we are now up in alaska where it's very cold and if i go outside um the toe hurts a lot because of the cold so that but that also gives me an excuse to put my feet up because uh the foot doctor told me that Uh, the more I could put my feet up, uh, the better it would be for the toes. So when I finish my day around uh, 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. and put my foot up, I feel that I'm being nice to my big toes. So I have some kind of uh, justification for it. Now, how you manage stress, especially stress that you don't invite, it depends a great deal on your personality. So as I'm always saying, for every person living with schizophrenia, their experience of it is unique. So everyone has their own personality, which is something quite distinct from uh, the mental illness or the brain disorder that they may live with. And so uh, I tend to be very goal-oriented. I tend to Um, push myself to do as much work as I can uh, in any one day. Uh, I'm inclined to overdo the worry about what I have to get done. So these are all aspects of my personality that I need to be careful about every day because every day I live with schizophrenia. Now, when there's a lot of stress around these sort of uh, bad aspects of my personality when it comes to stress management tend to try to want to resurface. So I have to, in some sense, uh, by managing my stress, not feel guilty uh, and not feel that I'm not achieving what I want to achieve. Because the foremost thing is my health, And the next most important thing is my relationship with my spouse. And the next most important thing is getting done what you have to get done, but not pushing yourself to do more than you can. So I wanted to uh, talk about that, uh, uh, that, you know, I'm in the middle of such an episode and that you can manage – if you're very careful, without um, getting sick. Now, had I begun to feel that I was relapsing, I would, of course, contacted my psychiatrist. And I wrote her an email about what I was going through, uh, just so she's up to date. And I do have weekly sessions with a psychologist, and we are discussing uh, the stress management plans that I have and what has caused the stress and how I plan to cope with it. I discussed that at length with her. And uh, that's tremendously helpful. I try not to discuss my stress too much with my spouse unless he can help directly because um, it doesn't help somehow. I mean, that just means that I, uh, I hope to spoil his day. I have found over time that talking to family and friends can often just make the problem worse if they're not in a position to really help you, and that it's better to talk to a professional uh, psychologist and psychiatrist about um, issues you may be having in your life that really only you can control. But of course, that's a personal choice, and uh, some of you may uh, rely on sharing heavily with family and friends. Uh, that, again, is depends on the individual. Okay, so I'm still here, as you can hear, and uh, the podcast goes on and my blog goes on and I'm very excited because I just finished um, uh, incorporating the changes to the first complete draft of my new book. Three Kidnapped, Three Siblings, Three Furies. And so uh, within a few weeks or a month, uh, that book will be published and available. And that's uh, very, very exciting to have this new project being born, so to speak. Well, as always, thank you for listening. And uh, please check back frequently uh, to the podcast and consider buying my book, The Overlife, A Tale of Schizophrenia, or to listening uh, to the audio version, um, for example, on the Audible app or or whatever app you like to use for audiobooks. Okay, then. Have a great day, and uh, I can't wait to speak to you uh, next time. Bye.